You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Fans and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the show. But before we get to the show, you know what you gotta do. Hit me up on all those social media outlets. Say it with us on the Twitter at TNWPod. Yeah, that's it. We are um, on uh, Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast at Instagram.com. We're on Facebook, Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. Uh, we're also at Gmail. Send us a Gmail at uh, talkingwrestling at gmail.com, uh, as well as uh, Apple Music, G- uh, Talking Wrestling. Uh, we're also on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a great rating and a favorable review. We'll mention you on the show. Also, we are also on Spotify. So check us out on the Spotify. Uh, as long as long as you're on Spotify, check out Casey Corbin as well. I have four CDs available for you to listen to. For free. So, with that said, folks, uh, it's time to bring in my podcast partner, and it's time to start the show, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready to start the show? Are you ready for the guy you know? Please welcome my co-host, Reese Turner. Yeah, buddy, what's up? What's up? Not much is up. Uh, a great another great week for wrestling. Not a great week for me, but a great week for wrestling. As for me, uh, well, I'll just say it right off the top. Um, my last year, my music idol, music hero, died at sixty-two, and uh, this week uh, at sixty-one, my comedy hero, my comedy icon. Uh, my friend, uh, Norm Macdonald, passed away. And um, I've been watching wrestling in the last couple. I did watch Dynamite last night. Uh, I've just been crying for two days pretty much. It's over. Sad, it is uh, so sad. Um, it is so much like Norm, not like to get cancer and not tell anyone. Uh, if you've heard his stand-up, he did a whole special on death where he talked about you know, you, you when you ba- have a battle with cancer, he's like, and you die, he's like, the cancer didn't beat you. The cancer doesn't exist any longer either. It's a draw. Yeah. You know, like, I, you know, and I, it's just that I, the really what bothers me the most about it, and uh, I know this isn't wrestling talk, but it's humanity talk, and it's, you know, what bothers me the most is I had his number in my phone under uh, Turd Ferguson. And, um, so many times I just wanted to text him and say, Hey Norm, hope you're doing well. Uh, or how are you? I hope you're getting along through this, you know? And, uh, and all those times I didn't, I wish I did. And in hindsight, it's like, it's not something you can beat yourself up over, but at the same time, you know, it's just, it's just a sad, sad situation. And, uh, he truly was the greatest comic. Like, like I, I, 
you know, okay, when it comes to wrestling, um, Hulk Hogan, I think, is the greatest of all time because he's the guy that brought me to the show. If it wasn't for Mr. T, I love Mr. T. I love the A-team. Hulk Hogan connecting with Mr. T before that WrestleMania. It was all that hype that brought me in because my mom was like, Mr. T is on wrestling. And yes, my mom was watching wrestling before me because my mom was the wrestling fan in our family. I was only following in her family's footsteps because Mr. T came into the picture. Otherwise, my brother and her would still be upstairs watching wrestling and I would be downstairs watching ABC's uh, Lunchtime Story with Willie Tyler, Floyd, and Lester. You know, um, clearly my mom was way cooler than I was. A little uh, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, when Mr. T came out, my mom yelled down. She came downstairs. She, like, she would come down the first three stairs to the basement. She'd just pop her head in. She's like, Mr. T's on wrestling. Well, <laughs> I can't tell you what that fucking bit they were doing with Willie Tyler Floyd and Lester, but I took off upstairs as fast as I could, and I saw Mr. T come out and help Hogan fight off Orndorff, Orton, and Piper, and um, and I was hooked, line and sinker. But yeah. Eddie Murphy is my Hulk Hogan. That's what I'm trying to say. Hulk Hogan brought me to the wrestling. Eddie Murphy's what made me want to be a comedian. But the minute I got to learn about wrestling, I realized Bret Hart is the greatest wrestler. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And as much as I love Eddie Murphy, and I still think he's the greatest, the fact is, Norm MacDonald is my Bret Hart. He's the greatest. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And, uh, and I love Norm. And if you haven't... Um, seen norm mcdonald just go on youtube and watch him on any talk show yeah, and just google his name and just press google play. his name and press play and take that wormhole and yeah. go through his talk show appearances watch his stand-up watch his weekend update uh approach uh you know and just watch dirty work watch dirty work because the guy was fucking everything he was so so good and so and the best thing is, it's like, again, Norm, the thing about Norm that made him so cool was it seemed like he didn't give a fuck. He yeah. had cancer for nine years, didn't tell anyone, didn't fucking didn't talk about not giving a fuck. Yeah. And that's Norm MacDonald. Yeah. And you know what? I Sometimes I'm like, that's really cool to be, but a lot of people gave a fuck about Norm. I'll tell you that. And yeah. uh, he will be missed. But on to bigger stories and bigger news. The first time in wrestling history, a championship has been handed or won from one black athlete to another black athlete. I don't. This is huge. It's huge. But not only that, Big E has cashed in his money in the bank, and um, yeah. And he, uh, you know, he's the world champion. He beat Bobby he Lashley. He deserves it. Well, maybe he, he deserves it. Maybe he deserves it, but he does he deserve Randy Orton doing all the work? He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what the thing that bothers me most about this? 
is I fell asleep watching Raw because it's a three-hour program, and I uh, I like to get baked, and yep. uh, you know, and and uh, so I went back. I have the network. I went back. The Raw's not on the network yet. So then I went back to watch all the highlights. In all the highlights, they show them cashing in, and then they show them celebrating. They don't show what actually happens. I can tell you, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know how he won the belt. I know oh, he came no. in and cashed it after the Randy Orton match, but how did it go down? Mm. Mm. Okay, you don't know, hey? Oh, no, that sounds either. like you don't know either. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I've all but, like, honestly. Who makes it to I the end asleep. of a Raw? I did the same thing. I fell asleep, but what I believe is he came in, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we are... Well, we are talking wrestling right now, and we might be the two. Uh, we fell asleep doing our job, watching wrestling. Listen, listen, it's important that we did that. We had to fall asleep to get healthy and rest. Folks, uh, the more important thing is, not that I didn't see the actual pin take place between the two black athletes in one of the most important moments in African-American history in professional wrestling. What is important is I know that it took place, and I know it's transpired, and I know the Big E is the new world wrestling champion, champion, you know, or however. World. Yeah. So is now this belt is bigger yeah. than the tag belt. Is it going to obstruct his wiener from doing any of the thrusting that Big E likes to do? No, if you're going to thrust, you're going to thrust, you know what I mean? All right, there you go. You have it from <laughs> the Thrustmaster, Rad Dad himself. Thrustmaster uh, <laughs> Turner, baby. Um, so I, that that when is the when's the last time we opened with Raw? Like, yeah, I know. Are I you know. kidding me? Are you kidding me? That is crazy. We almost don't even talk about Raw anymore. I think it, that's why I felt comfortable falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was. I'm just so pissed off. I have the network. I gotta wait two weeks to, because they're they're only on, uh, you know, September. Uh, they're a week behind on the network with the raw. I gotta wait till next week to get it fucking raw, and so I can see this uh, happen. And you can't find it on YouTube either, um, you know. But but rest be assured, I did watch uh, the rest of Raw. I do know that uh, you know, like um, uh, Dewdrop beat. Um, Eva Marie again. Uh, I do know that Charlotte Flair uh, did a great promo. Um, who else? Uh, Nia Jax came out and interfered in a Charlotte Flair match. No. But they were buddies. They were sort of, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know where that storyline is going to take them. Or yeah, what, that's, are they buddy, that's weird. Are they not buddies? Something's going on there, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um uh, Drew McIntyre, uh, you know, he's uh, wrestling Sheamus for the title pretty soon, for that title. Uh, Sheamus has a belt again. How many? What's that? Sheamus has a belt again. Yeah, yeah. Sheamus is uh, is is the. Um, oh no, Sheamus lost the title. Actually, yeah. he did. He lost it to uh, Priest, Damian yeah. Priest, who is uh, who is also a uh, a natural stallion, as Riddle likes to say. Um, you know, so RKO going for the title is something. 
And uh, I thought he, I thought Randy Orton was going to win the title, to be honest. And I thought he was going to have the the double belt, but um, not the case. Not the case. Yeah. Now, um, now from last week. Now, because we we come out on Fridays, obviously we don't know what's happening tomorrow night on Rampage. Although we do know what's happening tomorrow night on Rampage. But let's talk about last week on Rampage. We finally got to see the match that had been building up for a long time, but then was taken out of All Out, and we've seen it on Rampage. We finally get to see Pac versus, um, uh, jeepers, who's Pac wrestling? Um, Alari. Andrea. Andrada. I got it. I got it. I got it. Andrade. I, I Andrade. You're so close. You're so close. <laughs> His name was Andrade. You killed that one. You got that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Andrada. Uh, he, no! he, but hey, it was a fucking great match. Of course it was. Look at those two studs, bro. Yeah, they were. Uh, now, we didn't get to what we wanted to happen, what you wanted to happen. We didn't, like, there was no, nobody coming out in suits. Nobody coming out and uh, joining. Uh, I didn't want it to happen. I was just going to say, if it did happen, I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that happened on that. Yeah, and then what else did we have uh, on Rampage? Uh, so there was like maybe three matches. But um, yeah. But all Rampage. I know is Rampage this week is uh, it should be good. But next week, next week we're going to get those two Arthur Ashe shows. And... I know um, a tennis stadium only holds like what twenty thousand people, but it's gonna be fucking cool because that venue is filled to watch. It's made to watch a square or a yeah. rectangle, so it, it's gonna be great. Like the, I can't wait to see this venue filled with fucking fans because it's gonna be a spectacle and it's gonna look great and it's gonna be a hell of a card. Uh, Hell over, of a car. It's two, two shows because I now realized Rampage is just what they tape after Dynamite. Did you know that? Yeah. So they do all the taping on one night. I thought it was going to be they rented Arthur Ashe Stadium for two nights when they were running two different shows, but no, they're not. Ooh. But still, the one show that they are running is crazy. Rampage tonight, however. Uh, CM Punk is wrestling uh, Hobbs, or I like to call him Harlem Hobbs. I like to call him Big Willie style. Well, he wears Harlem Heat's outfit, so I call him Harlem Hobbs. Nice, and his name is Will, so I call him Big, Big Willie style. Big Willie style. That should be his finisher. That would and be a great be a bron- name. Should be a Bronco Buster. Yeah, and you call it yeah the Big Willie Buster. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I like usually whenever Reese has ideas, folks. Um, I usually am all aboard all of his ideas. Yeah. I don't know why he's not booking a territory already. Let's uh, get it. Let's get it, Casey. Me and you. Let's take. Let's take a territory over. Let's oh let's be God. like. Let's ride into town and save their goddamn promotion. Do you know anybody? I'm putting this out there right now to all the promotions here in Ontario. If you want guest bookers for one week to come in and book a show with you, contact 
TalkingWrestling yeah. at yeah. gmail.com. And Reese and I will come in there and we will book your show. And, and one of us will take a full flat back bump. I've done one off a train. So I will not take a full <laughs> flat back bump. However, it- Reese will. He will. I'm a, I'm a dad. I, I will take an open handed chop. How about let's that? Let's make it happen. Come on. Let's uh, wrestling promotions. Get on it, buddy. You want a good show? You get some good Canadian boys. This That's what we show. are. We're not the buy good Canadian boys. So you use us and we book this show, baby. Let's go. We book the show. You play bass. We book the show. Um, <laughs> the uh, so uh, what else matches did we have? I'm trying to even think. On Friday on well, Rampage. Jeepers on Rampage, and then on even on Dynamite last night. Uh, oh yeah, I was still on last Friday's Rampage. Now what else happened on last Friday's Rampage? We had the six women tag. We had some trios action with uh, Riho, Chris Statlander, and Ruby Soho. Yes. Uh, versus the the heelish triumvirate of uh, what's her face, what's her face, Jane and Cargill, face. Jane Car- Jade Cargill. No, it was uh, what's it's uh, what's her face, uh, Britt Baker, Jamie Hedder. Oh, and Hader Reba and Rebel, Rebel, yeah. not Reba. That's what it yeah, always not says. Reba. Rebel, <laughs> not Reba. I wonder why yeah. that is because I've always known her like as Rebel. Like a couple years ago when Impact came into Toronto and did tapings, she was known as Rebel then. And then she yeah. wrestled on Smash, uh, Smash Toronto uh, show, and she was known as Rebel as well. And yeah. uh, you know what's that? What's going on? And where? And like you know what? Speaking of women wrestlers, where's Tessa Blanchard going? And where is she? And why isn't she in a? And, uh, a, a, a Nobody wants what? to touch her because she's she mean. Did some she's shit. she's uh, she's a bully apparently. Yeah. So nobody wants her. Uh, and that's what that's good. Like, see, attitudes have to come back and bite people in the ass. Yeah. Speaking uh, of attitudes biting people in the ass, old Max Caster took a butt whipping by Brian Pillman Jr. in his hometown. I'll tell you what. Oh my God! In the nasty natty, he did. Woo. Yeah, that's Woo. crazy. That was, uh, you know, and apparently uh, he offended uh, Brian Pillman's sister, and his sister went and had a baby that night. Whoa! Amazing. Yeah, his sister that was there ringside. She was pregnant and she went and had a baby that night. I know I just said that, but I'm super saying, excited. Yeah, a baby that night, a baby right. Brian. Um, that Born was in Cincinnati. Yeah, that was great. How uh, how like Dean Ambrose uh, or John Moxley yeah. was like uh, said thanks to. Um, he goes, I saw this the the dark side of uh, wrestling episode, and he thanked. Uh, Flying Brian Jr.'s mom, or no, mom, aunt? aunt Judy, Aunt Judy, or whatever. Yeah, or was it, I thought it was Linda or Lucy yeah. or yeah, yeah, I thought it was beginning with an L. I thought it was Aunt, aunt, aunt Jolinda. I don't know her name. Yeah, something like that. But uh, but she, you're like, to join the talking wrestling for the most inaccurate podcast out there. These guys are talking about. Uh, so we didn't see Raw, and they're also talking about. <laughs> Jindy, we don't know her actual name <laughs> from the show that we're referencing. You come here for laughs and information. <laughs> That's why people come. Laughs and the information. Who knows if we're running a bit or not? I might know that her name is actually 
insert name here. Um, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I think it is Lillian. You're right. I think it was Lillian. <laughs> insert name here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, um, the dark side of the wrestling is actually starting up next week. It is. So we start back up, and we are starting up with uh, the plane ride from hell. I was going to say, insert story name here. <laughs> <laughs> and no, then, yeah, the plane ride from hell. It's going to be a great episode. Yeah. So then Big E turns out he beat Bobby Lashley with the insert move here. <laughs> and then pinned him for the one, two, three. <laughs> and then... Insert finish here. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, foolproof, foolproof. <laughs> oh, my God, that's the best. Um, that is so good. The uh, But these cards up on Arthur Ashe, they're going to be great. Um, yeah, we're looking wait, wait. At... <laughs> you want to talk about Dynamite a little bit? I watched a lot of Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The smudging okay. of the faces of, 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 Buddy. of this thing. They took the makeup off this. them, and they, and they yeah. took the makeup off Darby Allen. I love it. Show the faces. No masks. No, it was great. Uh, I loved how CM Punk uh, on commentary, uh, and then he goes and he jumps into the crowd again. He loves jumping into the crowd. Loves it. new gimmick. Yeah. Then we started off uh, with fucking Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian. What that? a match that was. Kazarian yeah. on fire still to these these years. Kazarian's really old. I loved it. But, you know, the match being what it was, it's like this is Adam Cole's first match, like, back in. Like, back in. You knew he was going to take the win. But what a fucking match. Yeah. What a match. Baby. You're not telling. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The match um, was, was, was fantastic. Always the best way to open the show. They always kind of have a barn burner coming out, and uh, and yeah. in a sense, the template for the show. And this yeah. uh, did not, you know, did not disappoint. Um, he, of course, in the end, Cole putting down the fucking knee pad, exposing the knee, hitting his opponent with the knee in the head. One, two, three. Yeah. It's over, man. I just got to say that Adam Cole has one of the pinkest knees in the business. Yeah. Uh, his knee is super pink compared to his spray tan body. Uh, I loved it. As soon as he pulled his knee pad down, I'm like, oh, you missed the spot, baby. Yeah, he, he's going to have to do a better spray tan, baby. <laughs> I loved it. And then after that match, uh, you know, they did a little promo. You know, he set up the, the trios match coming up, uh, which is good. Uh, but then the, what the a Lucha trio. Bros. Wait, 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 wait. The trios match. What a trios. Yeah. The Young Bucks. And Adam Cole, baby, at Arthur Ashe Stadium against Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. Boom. Are you kidding me? How great is this match going to be? Amazing. It's going to be such a good fucking match. Yeah. They have really been just embraced. Like, they've been, uh, everything they've been doing has been impressing me. We'll talk about some more in a minute. Uh, one thing that I'm excited about is uh, the Lucha Bros came in and they uh, they're going to be taking on the Butcher of the Blade uh, on Rampage on Friday. Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow, so they set that up, and I fucking love the Lucha Brothers. They're so cool, and I love Butcher and the Blade now. They're so fucking cool. Too. Uh, I love that these guys used to roll together, and now they're fighting for the strap. Yeah, 
you know, I do love that. I love, you know, I love the, I love the, with AEW, because they signed so many indie wrestlers of all the guys that were great in the indie scenes, and so many wrestlers from the, uh, there's like there's a, a loop like the Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, yeah. Buffalo. Uh, Eastern loop. wrestling, yeah. yeah, and you know, and like the you know, like the blade who I know as Pepper Parks, uh, more so. Um, you know, I watched him. One of my favorite tag teams in Toronto indie wrestling was the Well Oiled Machines, Pepper Parks and Psycho Mike, and they are so entertaining together. More entertaining than the Butcher and the Blade, but they're entertaining doing I don't know. like. Indie I stuff. love these characters. I love. I honestly, the butcher and the blade. Oh, I butcher! Love those two no, characters. no, the blade looks badass. You know that this was more of a comedy tag team, and okay. uh, well, I'm glad that they're doing this instead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, you know, you look at you look at the guys like, okay, so Blade is there, uh, Red Death is there, Garcia, uh, he's another Buffalo guy that used to wrestle in Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa. And then you have uh, 2.0. He's just somebody, again, I'm going to say it again. I can't get behind Daniel Garcia. Why not? You know, he, it's great. He looks, like he, he looks like he fucking like beats cats up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't. I, I just I can't do him. I can't. He looks like somebody's little brother, like the middle brother that's trying so hard to be tough. Well, wait a minute. If you look at it, if there's anybody that looks like anybody's little brother, it's the guy that probably is someone's little brother. Uh, the guy, what's his name? He wears, like, last week he wrestled Hobbs, and as he got beat up by Hobbs, uh, I was like, dude, don't beat him up too bad. You're going to ruin his Black Life Matters band, armband. Uh, what's his name? He does a lot of the spinner Roonies. He's been impressive. Oh, Dante Martin? Yes. He's the best. But he's, but he's wearing a BLM uh, uh, armband as yeah. he's wrestling Hobbs, and it's like... Yeah. And Hobbs isn't even making fun of it. I'm like, come on, you have a giant black man beating up someone who is very pro-black lives matter. Dante Martin is also a black man. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you telling me he's wearing this because he has to? That's the way he can only identify as a black man. No, no. This is, this is a fact, bro. Dante Martin is a, is a is a black. I dude. know he has an afro, <laughs> but he is not a black man. Come on. He is. Is he an albino? Oh, okay. Is he a black albino? I don't know if he's albino. Well, uh, he's, I think he's just very light skinned, or maybe he's uh, well, he's, mixed race. he's so light skinned. So. He's white skinned, is what he is. I, I love him. He's one of my he's one of my hey, favorite young wrestlers. Bro. I'm I not, love that guy. I just thought there was funny because I thought a white guy was getting beat up by a black guy who happened to be pro Black Life Matters. It's just it's so funny. He's like, but I'm with you. But now that you tell not, me. That wasn't the case. But no, <laughs> you're telling me he's a black guy, so he's being political. But, uh, you know, the problem now is not Black Lives Matter. It seems to be black on black violence. This is what yeah, the case yeah. is. This Now that I know he's black, I just. I was going to say. The idea. Just, uh... Wonderful wrestling match. A couple good American boys. I'm just saying. You have to say that. Good American boys good, going out there and having a good Just a couple breath. good American boys. Um, I just think it's, just, I find it funny 
that uh, you could create a white character if they do do this with a BLM uh, agenda, and all he does is get beat up by black wrestlers. Because you know what? He never wants to really pin them because he doesn't want to really hurt them because black lives matter. That would have worked really well in Vince McMahon's Attitude Era, for sure. <laughs> it would have worked really well in that, that time. Oh, man. Fudgicles. Um, yeah, so you had that. Like, uh, let me keep going with this card. On yeah, Wednesday. yeah, yeah. You had Fuego del Sol gambled his uh, Hyundai Sonata. His car. the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, for another shot at the TNT title. Now, what I had in mind, as soon as I saw the car, I was like, Good, it's a nice, sensible sedan. Of course Miro is going to fucking destroy it, and I hope he does and break Fuego del Sol in half. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Do you and think... then, uh... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you think del Sol should be driving a del Sol. Anyways, that's all. Nice. Yeah, I feel like that was a miss on their part. On their part. Yeah. Yeah, so then there's like a segment that I was kind of like, the. I think they did it backwards. They, sh- they should have done the heart-to-heart with Jim Ross and Brian Pillman Jr. first. Yes. And then had MJF come out, they fucked up the order of that, and it bothered me a lot Yeah, uh, on that show. Because it's like, how do you, like, this is this could have been a great moment, and you just fucked up the order. And it's uh, just like, and who does, he has to get a partner now, because there's no way he's going to fight off MJF and Wardlow by himself. And I don't think Griffin, uh, Griff, his buddy, is the answer he's looking for to fight off Wardlow. Is he going to have to find some sort of bigger friend? Well, John Moxley's kind of been backing backing him up. That's right, because they're they're a couple of good Cincinnati Cincinnati boys. boys. Yeah. How you say that one? Cincinnati boys. Couple good Cincinnati boys. I just I do Boys. And then we had uh, your boy Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus FTR. See again. Dante screams black. Martin screams English. I mean, screams white. You know, screams English. <laughs> I, know, I know that. I am. I sound horribly racist right now. But um, you're not coming off good to the listening audience. I can see people being like this. Oh my god! I'm a horrible Canadian home. boy. Oh, he's a bad boy. He's a bad, bad boy. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I was going to say, a bad Bavarian boy. Do you have any German roots? He's <laughs> no. a bad Bavarian boy. No German roots. No. Damn it. No. Damn. Only, only, You're lucky. Only Canadian roots from the store. Um, <laughs> the uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, who else did we have? Them? Who was in the main event there on the uh, Friday night on the Rampage? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm still, I'm still on this ship, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. FTR you, won that match. Yeah. And then Malachi Black brawled with Rosario Dawson and Cody. Uh, Cody yes. Black. Rosario Dawson still acting, yeah. still looking good. Yes. I also love Dan Lambert. He's probably becoming one of my favorite additions to this, like him and his American top team cronies. No. That was a great promo they cut. And, uh, and you know, and then they have the two actual wrestlers. Ethan and uh, Scorpio. I don't know who all those other cronies are, but the uh, other guys are actual UFC fighters. Yeah, and, I'm and what, MMA yeah. fighters. Yeah, but I don't know like they're, what they're doing in wrestling. What are they? What's happening here? Like, it, it's, well, that's uh, his, his strongman. Those are his heaters. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. His his uh, every week his uh, he gets over. You know the fans hate him, and uh, yep. and you know and he's it's great because you got 
Jake Hager out there as well. And he's a legit, he was in MMA and he was undefeated when he fought MMA. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Bellator, I believe, is where he uh, also Ooh. fought as well. So, yeah. And uh, Jericho, let's, like, how great was that promo? Yeah, so good. Like, Jericho can fucking talk a blue streak, bud. Yeah, Jericho is just uh, amazing on the mic and uh yeah that that fucking speech that he gave whoo what a Great. and he closed it on an escape from new york reference what i really like oh yeah 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 the fucking the old snake yeah. snake pliskin um yeah then we found out why the gun club a uh, gun club uh turned their backs and fucking blindsided paul white yeah because nobody cares Cause tired about, of the disrespect because nobody cares about anybody any of the gun club yeah. Um, yeah, like if, if they don't care about Billy Gunn, they don't care about his sons. So Gun Club, they don't care. So you have yeah, to make them it. care. And Billy that's Gunn it, has still got gas in the tank. Wink. He, he gave a good little promo. I liked. I liked what Billy Gunn was saying. It was good. Well, he has to give the promo because those other guys can't. His sons aren't Not good yet. enough. They gotta, Not yet. They got to learn. But they got to yeah. learn. And and and. Uh, because, you know, much like he had to learn himself, you know, and he was sort of forced into that DX. They just gave him the one line. He, and if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. That was his big improvise, which was the same every week, but all the other guys carried the mic. But still, Billy Gunn is Billy Gunn. He is a, what, nine-time WWE champion, uh, like tag champion. So my question is, how long is it going to be before we get a trios title or a six-man tag title? Got to be coming. It has to be coming. They've been talking about it for like a year, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Got to be coming soon. Well, they're even saying like they're even saying like uh, their count. Like who was saying they're they're going over their record? Like all the matches that won in trios. Yeah, Billy, Billy Gunn. Gunn. That was during his promo. Trios he, undefeated. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. undefeated. Tag team. Yeah. Undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. Yeah, and now, mind you, they've only had, like, maybe five matches. But in all those matches, undefeated. No, they've know. had a lot, actually, on Dark and shit, bro. They, oh, yeah? They, they, yeah, they were, like, some work. They are a workhorse team. Yeah. They, they did a lot of work. So That was good. Uh, so that was some good shit. Uh, Jade Cargill beat the shit out of little, La- uh, little Layla Hirsch. <clears throat> got, uh, got Walked right into Jade Cargill's boobies at the start of the match. I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. she, she was, like, booby height. It was hilarious. Um Andrade, uh, you know, they do the setup again. Uh, Team Taz beats up uh, CM Punk. I think that's going to be a fun match. Uh, Big Willie Hobbs versus CM Punk. Yeah, Friday night. That's going to be great. Uh, And then Sean Spears uh, uh, versus Darby Allen. Great match. What a great match. But Darby Allen took it. Yeah. And then the beatdown ensued. Yes, very horseman-like beatdown humiliation tactics involved uh waving yeah. the the war paint off of the faces of uh, darby and sting Stinger. uh not uh, good but where are you gonna go but that, that that's it that's fucking exciting and that's great uh yeah, we God. have so much good shit here bro this is just win after win after win yeah brian danielson came out and oh. which is like it's me versus you ken a after he's told <laughs> called Don Callis a piece a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. everybody piece calls him piece of shit. Of shit. Yeah. yeah, piece of shit. Carney, piece of shit. 
That's yeah. amazing. So it's just uh, they set up that match. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that. That's gonna be one. That's gonna be the wrestling match of the year. Yeah, because you know what I do love is like everybody is saying, and I love it because this is so true. Everybody is saying that Kenny Omega for the last bunch of years is the number one wrestler in the world, but the fact yeah. is, has he ever matched? Has he ever wrestled a match at Daniel Bryan, <laughs> Bryan Danielson's level? He's never made it to the WWE. He doesn't know what it's like to be in the top tier, top match. He doesn't know what it's like to headline a WrestleMania and win. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, does know. And that's when he says, you've yeah, never Kenny been Omega on. knows what it's like to win an IWGP tourney in front of way more people in Japan. Who knows this? The American Dragon? Of course he knows. He's won tournaments over there before. Yeah, so it's Kenny. Yeah, I'm just saying. And these guys have faced each other before, too. They have a history, yeah. um, but let's let like like well, but let's see like they've had a, like they had a history Ring of Honor. Then they went their separate ways, you know, and now here they are meeting, probably in the prime of their careers, and uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this will be a five star match. It might even be a yeah. seven star match. I can't wait to see. It's going to be a match. <laughs> that you know it's like this is why because this is why daniel bryan left to wrestle kenny omegas to wrestle jungle boys to wrestle young yeah. bucks Funny. you know to wrestle pentagon and and, and lucha and 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 and, 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 and uh, phoenix you know like yeah, they there's yeah, so man. many people like and, they, and he wants to be reckless and uh <laughs> and they're gonna and they're gonna let him be reckless I can't tell you how great Kenny Omega versus uh, Daniel Bryan. Bryan gonna be it's fire. Gonna be fire. But the thing is, Kenny Omega is gonna win because the, the money is in the chase. We all know that. And uh, I think a Kenny fire. Omega Daniel Bryan feud. He has to lose the belt. His Kenny Omega is gonna lose his belt to Hangman Adam Page. Where is Hangman? He's ra- His wife just had a kid, bro. He's, he's at home with his wife and baby. All right. He's gonna come back. He's gonna come back. The Dark Order are gonna reunite under Hangman. It's gonna be glorious. He's gonna win the belt. Everybody's gonna cry. It's gonna be phenomenal. All right, you heard that here. Uh, WWE SmackDown last week. Uh, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar came out and dropped a bomb, and basically said to Roman and said to Paul in front of Roman. Why did you not tell him I was coming? Yeah. Like at SummerSlam. Why didn't you tell him I was coming or I was here? And then it sort of sets up the holy, because Paul is definitely trying to play them both, you know, and, and so it's like if you juggle, you know, you might drop one ball, but chances are you're going to catch one of the balls on the way down. And I think Ooh. this is, uh, he's juggling uh, two talents and trying to keep them happy. And we're going to see this match. It's going to be fucking great. We're going to get to see Brock Lesnar go up against Roman Reigns. And yeah, uh, it's going to be so much fun. And, and you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Very excited about it. And then he attacked Paul. And, yeah, he, and yeah. uh, that was incredible. And then, uh, you know, buddy. F5, a couple people. And, fuck, he just realized, uh, yeah, you know, like, he's... Uh, you know, it's uh, 
it's a little crazy. So, but, but, um, but yeah, that's all cool. All cool. Um, what else is there? What else is there that I'm thinking of? Oh, I saw this thing today. I guess Gal, uh, the great Kali wrote a book. And oh, really? uh, so all the stars are like showing the book and it's written in a different language, but their names are in English. So Trish Stratus is like, does anybody read, uh, you know, this language? So you can tell me what the, what he's saying about me. And so he finds Trish Stratus finally gets her stuff translated and it says, you know, uh, you, uh, you know, you, you're going to sleep with this guy this amount of times. And, uh, this one says, uh, you know, like you guys got along really well. And then this one says you'll ride together everywhere. Oh, and then this one says, uh, you know, like, you know, like, oh, th how this is going to happen. Like, it's just so, I don't know. That's thought it was really interesting and really, really cool. So, yeah. Nice. Nice, yeah. man. I'd like to read a great colleague's book. Yeah. And then, oh yeah. One of the things I said about Trish Stratus was she's the leader in the rocker room. Cause I guess they were like. Is he saying he fucked us all in this book? But no, this one says she's a leader in the rock locker room. She's held all the titles. Uh, she's very, very professional, a hard worker, and a great wrestler. And then and later on, it says, uh, oh, what is, uh, it came back and it made fun of him. Or it said it was, she was also three-time babe of the year. So uh. I kind of thought that was funny. But, um, yeah. So, you know. I'm... I'm, I'm interested to read it i always like it when a wrestler puts out a book i try to read them if i can well i'm still working my way through jericho's book and all those stats so yeah. uh, that's the current book i'm reading and then nice. uh and then i'm gonna be reading ron james's biography after that so oh, wonderful which isn't wrestling but it's comedy and uh other Counts. than that i got a lot of wrestling to watch including wrestling Tomorrow night or tonight on Rampage. Woo! And until then, I'm probably going to be uh, watching Norm Macdonald clips on. Uh, no, I'm watching. Dennis Miller. I'm watching this tracking number because I ordered a t shirt for a couple t shirts from AEW. Oh. Uh, and I'm waiting for it to be filled by pro wrestling tees. Uh, but they say it takes forever to ship to Canada. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I, I ordered these August twenty third. Okay. It is September fourteenth, and it just got to Elk Grove, Illinois. Oh yeah, yeah. You got another month. Yeah. <laughs> For two t-shirts, bro. And what t-shirts are they? Put them in a mailer. Send them fucking out. What are we talking about? Yeah. Ridiculousness. Yeah. Ridiculous. Where, great shirts, though. I can't wait to get them. Where can we find you, Reese? Uh, what's going on? Where are you going to be? This Saturday. Week? Saturday. Saturday. If yeah. you happen to be around London, Ontario, uh, I'm out at the Oneida Cannabis Store. Uh, we have an all-day event, the third-year anniversary of the Oneida Cannabis Store. I'll be hosting the whole day. You can catch me. You can catch Chuck Lair. Uh, you can catch Jackie Childs. Yeah. Uh, you can check a, a whole bunch of folks. we got a bunch of stuff. Uh, on Saturday, and then, uh, yeah, on Wednesday, I got the live stream uh, late night sesh. And then you can watch that on YouTube. Cool. Uh, you know where you can find me. Uh, you can always find me on Spotify. If you're in Toronto, I will be on the 8 o'clock show at the corner, which is located in the alley behind Yuck Yucks on Richmond. 
So uh, in between Richmond and Queen, there is an alley. And the Corner Comedy Club is in that alley. Why? Because we're just that fucking cool. That's Woo. why. Um, I'll be at the corner telling the jokes. Hopefully, you'll be in the audience. You'll be the folks. Oh, boy. Woo! I felt like, nice. like I'm cutting a promo. Um, but right now, um, I'd like to say goodbye. However, right now, it's time to throw it to Michelle Shaughnessy and, well, myself for the uh, episode three, Cheap Heat. Here's the heels on stars, the heels, uh, heels television show, the heels review. Take it away, guys. Right now, I am with the heels correspondent of Talking Wrestling. Uh, Michelle Shaughnessy is here for the episode three, uh, Cheap Heat Heels Review. That's Heels on Stars. And uh, Michelle, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited. This was uh, a really good episode, so I'm very excited to talk about it. I thought it had a lot of wrestling in it, actually. That's what I was thinking. It had the most wrestling so far out of any of them because most of the episode took place, like... In the ring. In the ring. Yeah. Major stories told in the ring in this episode. More tits. Always tits. Always tits on stars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are wrestling, male wrestling fans, two big, th- two favorite things? And it's usually uh, boobies and wrestling in those one and two categories, and sometimes they go, they switch it around. But um, this one, more wrestling than boob. Actually, maybe not more wrestling than boobies. Cause there, there was, was a, a lot nud- of tits. There was a nudie bar scene. There was a nudie bar scene. With a lot of random boobs. Yeah, that scene was really random. Yeah. It didn't really fit in, like, because, okay, so it opens with, um, they're in a strip club, and a, a female patron slaps the stripper's ass and then gets kicked out. Yeah. But I thought that was going to lead to something. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, you never really see, like, a woman sexually harass a woman in a strip club. And yeah. then that was the end of the scene. She got kicked out. And I was like, oh, I wanted to see more of that. But that's fine. Well, maybe down the line. She'll they'll, come back. They'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll go to the show. And they'll take it up in the ring. They'll bring the per the pervert, the pervert, <laughs> the pervert lady back and from the, the strip club, perverts row. Strip club. Yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, so uh, I I just think maybe they put the strippers in there to show you. I've always believed that three professions are along the same uh, parallel, and it's stripping, strippers, comedians, and wrestlers. And wrestlers. Uh, they're all very three laughed at and not respected uh, jobs to have whether you have that job or not uh it's very hard it's a lot of traveling i'll tell you strippers probably make the most on average than independent wrestlers yeah. and yeah. independent yeah. comedians 100 percent. of course they do wrestling and and wrestling if you're good they throw garbage at you <laughs> so <laughs> strippers if you're good they throw oh. dollar dollar bills and Baby in comedy bill. They don't throw anything at Nothing. you. They just say, hey, do you want to have a joke? You can use it for your act. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you after the show. That's all yeah, we get. You get, you get heckled. in. Now, mind you, stripping, you get hecklers. That Wrestling, you get hecklers. You get hecklers when you're stripping? Well, if you're a stripper, woohoo, take it off. That's not heckling. That's encouragement. Well, heckling would be like, shut down, fat ass, or put it back on. <laughs> like, that's that's what I would think of, like, heckling as a stripper. Oh, my God. Are you telling me that Will Smith was heckled when he stripped by his mom? That was Carlton. Put it on. It was Carlton. No, it was Will Smith. No, that... but it was Carlton because then he went, mommy. 
and he covered up his boobs. Oh yes, that's right. Carlton was doing and the Billy Jean. Like, take it off, take it off. And she's like, put, put it, it on. on. <laughs> and then they say, kick the heckler out, please. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So okay. Now that we've established that, I just wanted to show that this uh, that this show uh, shows you a little bit of strippers and a little bit of wrestling, uh, and we bring in a little bit of comedy. Um. <laughs> so so yeah. So this one. Another dramatic episode, but a lot of things taking uh, taking place in the ring. Ace does not want to seem to like his heel turn. Okay, well, you just gave away the fact that he turned heel. Well, no, we knew he was... Well, the last episode, they talked about turning him heel. Yes, but he didn't want to turn heel, and he gave the speech at the beginning of the episode. Yes. He did his promo at the beginning of the episode and got booed again. He thought it was going to be this great thing that was like... Good triumphs over evil. Like I, I, yeah, I cried in the ring, but I'm over it. I chugged a beer, and everyone was like, "Wow, wow, baby!" and throwing tissues at him. I love where he's like, instead of saying "cried tears," what if I said Chug "chugged a beer"? beer. Yeah. And and he's like, "Yeah, that's good." No, it's not good. It's horrible. Yeah. So he basically had no choice because yeah. the audience is gonna hate him anyway. Yeah. And he either had could lean into it. And get the energy from that way or keep fighting it and then have no fans, you know? Yeah. Because he, people love to hate people. That's the whole point of heels. Yeah. And and he thought that this speech was going to make him and save him as a face when the brother, uh, Jack, totally knew it was going to flip him as a heel. That's oh, why he wrote it. I didn't think it. of that. Because he was like. I didn't think of that. Okay. All right. And that's why he said, if I say chugged beer, it's like, fine. Ignore the fact that you cried. Yeah, then, okay. then, then, I didn't think about that aspect. Which it. made the audience so, turn on him. Yeah, okay. So he has to turn heel by f- whether he knew it or but not. The, the thing was, like, so he turned heel. Yes. And then he got out of the ring and was still a dick. And I wonder if that happens to a lot of heels that they just get stuck in that character. Do you know what I mean? That when they come off, like, right after. Yeah. It's like sometimes with comics, like, when they come right off stage, they don't want to talk to anybody because they're still in, like, that, that stage mode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder maybe. if it's the same thing for somebody who's, like, a heel in wrestling. When they get off stage, people are like, hey, good job. And they're like, fuck you, you know? It's a good question to ask a heel. Like, how easy, how easy, it, like, how hard or is it difficult turning it on and off? That's what I'm wondering. I, I know probably it's probably easy to turn on when you go out to the ring. Right, but when you come off and people are, like, giving you praise and stuff, isn't your natural instinct to, to still be like... Fuck you, because you're like in that character. I you can be like that. That's the cool thing is like because you're a heel, you can you can tell them to fuck off and give them the That's finger what I'm and do whatever. But he called that woman a bitch, and that was not right. No, 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 no. She's probably a C U N T. No, she's <laughs> the boss lady. <laughs> oh, the boss lady. Yes. Yeah. Remember, he was like. Who and is, Crystal, the girl who's his valet, yeah. she was like just trying to touch him and he's like, get off me, you're not my girlfriend. It's like, you just fucked her. Yeah. Also, okay, I brought this up. I know it's mostly guys that listen to your podcast. Yes. So there's been a lot of sex so far between Ace and Crystal, his valet. Yes. Like, and she just gets on his dick every time. It's like, here's my tits, now I'm on your dick. Like, yes. If the, like, I, I'm really upset that they're not, like, why isn't he going down on her? Well, like, c- either they're not showing it because they're like, guys don't want to see that, or he's just not doing it, and that's bullshit because... I think it's really it shows that he does not have feelings for her and doesn't care about her. Well, I think that's definitely what's going on. He doesn't have feelings for her and he doesn't care about her and he takes her for I'm granted. I'm sorry, but twice. So we've seen two fucks and we know there's been more. Yes. But two times, yeah. two strikes, you're out with me. Like if you don't go down on me the first time, whatever. Maybe you were nervous. Yeah. The second time, like I've lost your number. Get out of here. Uh, I always think, look at if if your big move is. Uh, 
fornic is is fornicating intercourse at the end well guess what my headlock leading up to it is 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 me uh having lunch you know like that's on the way to sex. That's I what I'm usually. saying. It should be that should be done first, and then you get your sex. Because yeah. after a man has sex, he's gonna be tired. He's not gonna go down on you after. No, and he's not gonna be like, let me just lick where my dick was. Anyway, this is getting really off topic. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why this is. Yeah, this is what happens when you invite a girl on a podcast. Oh come no, on! No, I'm joking. It's, Let's talk about my yeah. period. You know how you know how many guys? There's so many girls like. We're we're the fuck girls, and we have this podcast. I'm like, no two other two guys that like we fuck chicks, and then we talk <laughs> about it. No two guys you know can why? get away with because that it's podcast. It's not believable. It's, it's not believable. You would go through like you'd be on your third episode through every weekly, and you'd be like, no, I didn't get laid again. I didn't it would say. Be like I didn't say I'm ten, doing that it'd podcast. Be like one every ten episodes, they'd be like, I finally got laid. <laughs> <laughs> what about if it was a real Casanova? Um, it's okay. So let's so let's look at what else has happened. Okay, this, uh, let's talk about CM Punk because C- he CM came Punk. in hot. He came in. He's playing Ricky Rabies, who is this like? How would you describe him? I describe him as um, as like uh, is if he, he he's rabies. So he's like an animal from the woods. That's mixed, how he plays it, and, like and a wild animal. He's a wild animal, and he's also kiss. He comes in to kiss music. There's blood. It's a big show. But he was it's like, for a family. I have never seen him act it act. Yeah. Before and he was really good. Yeah. He was better than I expected, and they really gave him like a character. Like it's not like he came in playing CM Punk. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Which is what I kind of expected when I heard that he was going to be on the show. I was like, oh, they're just going to have him, not be himself, but be himself. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, they gave and him a Billy Ray Cyrus moment. Yeah, they did, and he was really good. I was yeah. really impressed with him, and it reminded me how much uh, I love him. Like when I was roommates with Casey, we were roommates. Uh, and I, w- I always need to clarify that because when I, yeah. I'm like, I lived with Casey Corbin, people are like, what? I'm like, no, we were roommates. And they're like, we're oh, still friends. Still friends. <laughs> um, we watched a lot of wrestling. Casey got me really into wrestling after I'd kind of drifted away from it after I was a kid. And CM Punk was like, yeah, the one that I was like, wow, I love this guy. Like he would really get me going. He's he's a good uh, CM Punk is very good. As a matter of fact, it is well documented that uh, he loves to go down on girls before he has intercourse. <laughs> and, uh, is that true? Th- that is true. No, it's not. I see it. It was on a. Renee Paquette has a podcast called Oral Sessions, mm-hmm. which they're right there, Oral Sessions. And uh, CM Punk said it on that show. No, he didn't say it. He probably does, though. He's very giving. He seems like a nice guy. I bet he would do that. He's very giving in the ring. So, you know, and he's a lot. And right now, he's helping out a lot of young guys. Just like he went into the DWF and he helped fill their seats or brought in money. They made money that okay. night. So that so was a good night. Let's talk about uh, for a second um, Vicky Rabies, who it opens with him and he's like, This is my wife, Vicky Rabies. Yeah. Who's his like longtime valet as well. Yes. And so you're like, Oh, whatever. And then at the end of his scene, he's like, Oh, I got to get home. Yeah. He has to go home to his wife. She's not actually his wife. She's just his ring wife. Yeah. And I guess they still have sex. That's what the impression that I got. I guess so. Maybe, yeah. And that was really depressing to me. Or maybe just tugs. Yeah, it's it's like this is who this is who she is. And you know, like she's still This is a very sexual episode of Talking Wrestling. Well, no, it's only a sexual episode of of of, uh, heels uh game of talking wrestling. 
Uh, I don't think Reese and I have been talking about blowjobs. No, I think this episode. Episode. Oh, oh you, right, because you and Reese still have to do stuff for this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you close off the episode leading up to this. There hasn't been a bunch of dirty talk. Well, I don't know that. You know? I don't know that. It hasn't been fucking cock fighting and uh, okay, all and right. Stuff like you that. don't even know. You use like slang term for sex like your slangs for sex stuff is like straight out of the 90s it's like you haven't had like a sex conversation in this century at all i usually you're always like tug jobs usually i just like grunt uh, and groan lunch like no but i'm saying like no slang what do you mean no slang what 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 what, you you want me to fucking whap it up you know like oh my god michelle you're on my bed and your whap is leaving a stain actually First of all, I am on his bed, by the way. <laughs> this is what I used to do when I used to live there. I used to come in, lie in his bed, and be like, listen to all my guy problems. Yes. Um, But I don't have a wet-ass pussy right now. Okay, so. whap. You just say whap. Oh, okay. So we can say tits and dick, but I can't well, say how, pussy? How do you not know that Why those are I not... Why can't I say pussy? How come... Whoa, I'm just saying, how do you not know that whap is an acronym for it? How do you not know that tits aren't an acronym for tits? Ladies it, and it, gentlemen, it, he's trying it could bits. Be, it could you just be, do your bits throughout the whole podcast? What's that? I do. You bits. just try your bits throughout the whole yeah. podcast. Wait, is, what's wrong with this? What's thing? the deal? Oh, tits. Anyway, uh, okay, so back to the show. CM Punk was good. He came in. I was very impressed. Um, they had a flying squirrel. Yeah. They had a flying squirrel on a, a drone. It was a squirrel. It was like a possum. It was something, and yeah. uh, but a flying squirrel would make more sense. I feel like there's just so much to talk about in this episode, and I don't know where to go because I know we only have a certain amount of time. Well, that's all right. But we. It also sets up. We have to know what happened to Bill. Okay, so Wild Something Bill. Happened to we Bill. remember Wild Bill. Wild Bill, yes. He's like the mentor. He's like the Jake Snake. He works up so north. So something happened to him. Every He called, was calling. Um, a, and a video went viral. A video went viral and someone talked up. about his hog. And so yeah. I assume his penis is on video somehow. And then at the end of the episode, he was... Um, he's like, I fucked up. He's like, I fucked up. And that's all we see. So, that's, so we know the next episode... We're going to find out what happens. We're going to find out what happens... And I think Michelle's going to get what she's wanted for a long time from Heels. I think she's going to get some schlong. I don't want Welcome that. Welcome to the 90s, okay, schlong. Was, yeah, so he was calling Willie, and she wasn't answering. So we just see her ignore Bill's phone call. And yeah. then she pulled up at her house, and he was standing there in the dark and was like, yeah. I fucked up. I fucked so, up. And, so we'll see what happened. But I don't want to see his schlong. Like, but I don't want to, like, that's I, You not can't fair. be complaining. You're saying, I, I'm not, I see I never tits. complained. We don't see I dick. I never complained. What? I never said I that. Think I don't have a problem looking at the tits. And Alexander Ludwig gets fucking you're sexy gonna every see episode. Some, no, I just said. There's you're going to see some, some Bill's Willie. Willie and Billy. Oh, God. So that's what that's what's probably going to happen in the next episode. We're going to learn what happens to Wild Bill. It's a bit of a cliffhanger. But it's, it's a positive. I think it's the first episode that kind of ended on a cliffhanger like that, too. Yeah. I think, and it's a positive note too, because um, you know we have this redneck Texan guy Bill, who's a hick who's living in a trailer on the property of the DWF, and uh, he to get good reception, he is such a shitty phone plan to get good reception. He climbs the water tower. That is, that is a okay. bad reception Can on I your just phone. Say that it freaks me out every time we see them on the water tower because I always think somebody's gonna jump. I like, that's where it, my mind goes. Bobby, because well, Bobby was that's the second time we've seen Bobby on the water tower. It's right? a, exactly, and you think it's gonna go there because the fucking music at the start is so. It's dramatic. It's dramatic, and we know there's drama involved. So anytime I do see him up there, I think, oh my god, they're only making it go up there because eventually he's gonna go up there someday, and he's not gonna come down. Or he is going to come down a lot faster. And yeah. 
And uh, I hope that doesn't happen. You know, I don't want, you know, like, I know this is supposed to show the dark side of wrestling as well, but leave some of the dark side of wrestling to the dark side of wrestling, which starts up next week. So, um, yeah. So, overall, what do you think about this episode? You I thought, thought it was, was the best so far. Like, they all had good aspects. The yeah. second one I loved way better than the first. We know that. But I think this was my favorite so far. And I think it had to do with the fact that there was more action. Yeah. Um, and I liked that. Like, even right off, off the beginning of the episode, which we didn't talk about, we saw Jack and Ace's dad kill himself. Yeah. So, we saw what happened with there that he shot himself when Ace was at home and Ace had to find his body. So that starts you with like a gripping moment and then it pretty much just went from there into like the ring action and that's where it stayed for most of the episode. So I think this episode captivated me right from the get go, which the other two didn't necessarily do. They got me eventually, but this one was great. I'm really, how many episodes does CM Punk in? I think just maybe one. We don't know. Who knows? But also cheap heat, good title. Cause at one part, uh, Ace is in the ring and he hits his, uh, at first it's like the fans are booing him, but he isn't wrestling like a heel. And then all of a sudden, he hits the guy in the in the in the Charlies, and uh, hits him in the nuts, the nards, and um, hits him in the balls, and uh, he does, and he hits him there, and then everybody's like, "What's just happened?" And then the wife, Jack's wife, she's like telling her friends, she's like, "Oh, he's a heel. He just flipped heel because that's a heel move," and. Uh, and it's also a way to get cheap heat is to punch a guy in the balls, which is why that episode is called Cheap Heat. I love the names of the episodes. Um, and it's just like, uh, you know, and then her character kind of like it becomes more comfortable with the fact that all their financial woes are because of this wrestling because they're trying to make it What do you mean her? Work. His wife? Yeah. Stacy? Because she yeah. was so, too embarrassed to bring her friends to what her family, what her family does. And because she married in, well, but I then her, but then her, she, because her friends were all like hoity toity and posh. Yeah. She didn't know what they'd think, but they were there and they were all like, yeah. Yeah. But they're hoity toity and tosh uh, for, for Duffy. For a small town. I know. For a small town. That's like, I know people like that too. There's socialites of, um, of the small town. We, didn't, we don't need to mention the whole small town. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, hey, co- I'm from Peterborough. We I was, the same thing that's too. a city. I was going to wow. say, Elton John does not play Arn Pryor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so fuck off with your Peterborough. <laughs> We're only a borough. Um, Michelle, where can the people find you uh, when you're not watching Heels? I don't know anymore, you guys. I guess Twitter, at Michelle's Funny. Maybe Instagram again eventually. Yeah. she's Deactivated wh- for a bit. What? No Did thirst traps? Uh, no, I'm taking a break. Okay, well that's I'm all right. I'm taking a break, you guys. For well, my mental health. The weather, the weather <laughs> is going down, and uh, you know, and uh, hopefully Ace will too next episode. Yeah. Oh boy. Well. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> just find me online at Michelle's Funny. I'll be back on Instagram. I'm just taking a break because I got a lot of shit to do. But find me on Twitter. Tweet at me. Send me. Um, you know things you, you you think I might like. All right. Like if you if you're in the Greater Toronto area and you want Casey and I to come down and watch you wrestle, just uh, yeah. shoot me a message on Twitter and we'll come down there. Yeah, we will do that. Yeah, there we go. We'll be there. All right. Now back to you, Casey. Take it away. All right. Thank you. And there we go. There we go, folks. And there we have it. That was the Heels episode three uh, review. From uh, Casey and uh, comedian Michelle Shaughnessy. You can find Michelle on Spotify. Check out her new album, Botox, on Spotify. 
And uh, that's the show, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed it today. Uh, I hope we find out the mystery to how Big E won the title. And uh, on behalf of myself and Reese and Never Sleeps Network, I want to say thank you for letting me put a headlock on your ears. And uh, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. And we will talk at you next week. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.